TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Uh, you know, we had that trash to energy facility, I think, shut down and we're shipping all our trash out of state. And what's going on? Brian O'Connor, uh, chief lobbyist for the Connecticut Conference of Municipalities, joining us now. Uh, Brian, good morning. How are you? Good, good. How are you, Brian? I'm very well. Just give us a sense of what what is the status of the way we handle trash in the state of Connecticut? Well, as you just alluded to, the Mira plant uh, up on Hartford closed. And what the result of that is, is that right now Connecticut is shipping probably 40% of its waste out of state um, to landfills that are, you know, in Pennsylvania and elsewhere. And the tipping fees have gone up. Uh, the cost of uh, handling materials has gone up, just like everything else. And, you know, now there's proposals by the governor and, and also uh, Speaker Ritter has a uh, bipartisan group that's going to be convening this week to kind of try to address the problem on a statewide level. So what do you what is your group? What, what do you support? You know, it's interesting, you know, as far as some of the proposals, I think one of the things that we want is self-sufficient. So, uh, sorry about that. Self-sufficiency in handling our solid waste. I, I think, you know, what we're concerned about in the long term is that some of these out-of-state facilities will stop taking our waste. So we need a solution before that because then uh, it'll really be problematic. So, I mean, is it difficult for people at the state capitol to come up with some sort of grand bargain master plan? Because it it seems like, and again, I, the pun is so difficult to avoid, but it seems like a waste to in perpetuity spend money to ship our trash outside of the state. Agreed. And, you know, I think ultimately that's what we're going to need is a grand bargain. I think some uh, stakeholders are going to have to give a little, including us, um, uh, in order to help facilitate this change. Because without it, um, again, I, I don't know what the uh, the end result will be if we don't come up with a solution over the next couple of years. You know, I got a qu- couple of questions for you. Uh, we're talking with Brian O'Connor, chief lobbyist for the Connecticut Conference of Municipalities. The first one is you said 40 percent gets shipped out. And then are there certain parts of the state that that have a better self-contained process? You know, obviously the facility that got shut, you know, affects certain areas, you know, in that surrounding surrounding area. But are there parts of the state that are doing it right right now? Well, you know, you know, the ones that are operational, they're able to handle their waste. But right now we have a capacity problem. And, you know, ultimately they're going to have some issues as well. You know, long term, a lot of these facilities are aging. And I think at some point we just have to um, try to do more reuse and diversion of our waste. Um, ultimately, just to just to try to get less materials in the system. Right. And in terms of like surrounding states, are there, are there states that are, that are doing it? Are there any models we can sort of look at? Well, I think, you know, you look at uh, some of the things that are going on elsewhere. Um, I don't have a specific state, but one of the things that they're trying to do is extended producer responsibility. That's where 
the manufacturer is responsible ultimately uh, for their products and trying to um, set up systems where they capture that waste, recycle it, reuse it, uh, so it's not borne by the taxpayer. So what should, like, you know, people listening here, they live in towns all across the state. Like, what what can, like, residents do to, to find out, you know, what they – I mean, I, I guess my point is, like, what, what should they be pushing or talking to their local leaders about as it relates to this? I think they need to be open for change because, you know, that's actually one of the key components of this, um, the, you know, the waste problem that we have is that we're going to have to educate uh, our residents, really, on how best to – um, handle their waste. You know, I think they have to be open to, you know, separating uh, their organic waste, such as food, food scraps. Uh, you also look at textiles. And a lot of towns, you know, there's a few towns that are getting some of the innovation grants that the, the state has put forward, and they're doing some of this at a local level. But uh, right now, that's just making a dent. We need to do it uh, statewide. We're talking with Brian O'Connor, uh, chief lobbyist for the Connecticut Conference of Municipalities. You know, before I let you go, Brian, you know, do you represent all 169? We have 168. Who's the holdout? Uh, Vernon. Hey, really? Why is yeah. that? Why is that? I had no idea. Uh, it was over uh, the police accountability bill. Really? Wow. They didn't think we were strong enough on it. And so they're like, we're not, we're not part of it anymore. We're pulling out. Pulling out. Wow. Do you ever talk to them, engage about coming back? I mean, it's you know, we, we there are open lines of communication, um, but uh, you know, right now there hasn't been any movement on that. Oh, that's fascinating. So, 160. I'm glad I asked. You know what? What other stuff? You know, during this session, you know, is for the for the the state. I'll just still say the state. You know, apologies to Vernon. Uh, you know, are important issues for you guys right now. I'd say the um, outside of solid waste, I think the number one issue that we'll be tackling this year is housing, you know, uh, especially affordable housing. I think there's, you know, concerted effort again uh, to do work on that um, throughout the state. And again, you know, that's going to take a lot of kind of that grand bargain concept that you brought up earlier. I think that's what it's going to take in order to move the ball forward. Listen, it's great to talk to you, and uh, we appreciate the time, especially on a holiday. It, it means a lot for our audience as well. No problem. Thank you for having us. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world on podcasts whatever you love hear it right here on TuneIn. go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening it's better over here. after investing billions to light up our network t-mobile is america's largest 5g network plus right now you can switch keep your phone and we'll pay it off up to 800 dollars see how you can save on every plan versus verizon and at&t at tmobile.com slash across america up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. A left 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 
Check your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.